Hi, James. Welcome back to episode two of Why Such a Fast podcast. Great to see you. Great to see you too, Christina. So today we are addressing the different type of personal data and how and why it should be protected. So we're going to go into much more details. So with regard to personal data, there is two different types. There is personal data, which is things like name, email address, work and personal, phone number, work and personal, home address, IP address, date of birth, financial, such as your bank details, and also lifestyle. If you are interested in knowing why a work email address or a work phone number constitute personal data, I would recommend you listen to episode one, which explains that. And then we have another type of personal data called special category data. So these are considered special because they are more sensitive. So things like gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, political views, religion, uh, union membership, criminal offences, medical information, and biometrics such as face, you know, visual, voice, fingerprints, and DNA for the purpose of identifying individual. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, as in some circumstances, the address of where, where a person works could also be considered personal data. So again, listen to episode one. In In episode one, we said that GDPR only applies to the data of a living individuals. And here is why. The purpose of the GDPR is to protect people from harm through the use of their personal data. So this is the reason why the data of a deceased individual falls outside of the GDPR as no harm can come to them. We're going to be talking today about security measures, technical security measures, that can be implemented by a business through the help of either their IT department, if they are large enough, they have, might have within their organization or through an external um, IT service provider. As I said, this is to protect people from harm. That is why through the use of their personal data, that is why GDPR is looking at living individuals and that is why that data needs to be protected. So, James, thank you for being here today again, being our regular guest feature. Can you walk us through the various security measures that a business should be implementing to protect the personal data that they are processing as part of running the business, whether it's customer, whether it's person, personnel uh, data? Yeah, of course. Thank you, Christina. So let's start with the the, the first the first side of things, um, email coming into the business making sure you've got an advanced anti-spam. Now, anti-spams only cover probably about 75% of the spam that comes in, and it's looking for uh, wording, specific links, domains. It's looking at those kind of things and flagging that. The the, the downsides with anti-spam are also that it may well block someone that you quite regularly know because they've used something that sounds a bit salesy in their email. Um, so the language can also have a have an effect on that. So that is your first place to start, but it's by by all means not the 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 great you know the the only thing to think about. Next is backup. Uh, most people are are on a cloud based system, whether it be three six five or Google or, or Google Workspace. Um, so having a backup of that 
of that data so that if anything should happen where you're you're you have a breach there's ransomware involved or someone deletes data um because it could be an internal breach someone could purposely delete the data you have a way of getting it back yeah they, that that's that is an, something that really should be a must for all businesses now again that kind of backup is very very cost effective and something that should be should be really kind of implemented straight away then looking at things such as the devices so what's in front of the user so antivirus is not the be all and end all anymore antivirus is is something that we, we're going back to the the 80s and 90s viruses still exist but really you're now looking for an endpoint protection advanced endpoint protection system so that encom- encompasses your antivirus your anti-ransomware anti-encryption dns and web filtering because you're looking to make sure that no one can find a way into your device so and with all of these things it's about protecting the user from something coming in so that will then stop that, stop you going to a bad domain, stop you going to places on the web that you shouldn't do um, because they are potentially a, a, an area where you could be breached, taking you somewhere you shouldn't be going. Encryption on the device. We spoke about that in episode one, Christina, but making sure that, that if, you're, if you've got a, especially if you've got a portable device, but any device we should think about encrypting these days because even the, a, a standard business desktop is relatively portable. So having that having that hard drive encrypted so that if anything was to happen, no one could access that data is, is massively going to, to help you. Moving on from that human error and the and the, the human element of, of data security is massive. So you can have all of the right tools in place to protect them. However, if they decide that that they still want to go to that website or they still want to go to that link, they still want to pass that detail on no amount of tool uh, security tools will protect you so then staff awareness training there are many programs out there christina you have a fantastic one we have one as well where you can have that on a monthly basis and it and it, and it covers the the key aspects of what you should be doing and they are very very cost effective the ico sees this as a growing market for cyber criminals to attack Absolutely. I think primarily small businesses are much more at risk of a security attack because the hackers are actually targeting small businesses as a way, as an entry point into the larger organization. And yes, you know, the human element actually is the one that causes the highest number of data breaches. And the only way to reduce it because you can't eliminate it but to reduce it is awareness is training is keeping that training fresh in in you know in your mind in your employees mind so always have that as part of your training plan yep 100 percent. yeah they are we rely highly on people within our businesses so keeping them their education going with that kind of training is going to be huge for your business because it will also show them whether how procedures should take place, which then will also give you efficiencies. All of those tools that I've spoken about and, and the other ones that I haven't, such as the monitoring and the maintenance of the device, keeping it up to date, all those kind of things are going to give you efficiencies within your business. And so they're all going to help. 
and much more security. And and like you said, you know, training does not have to be expensive. There are affordable options out there. We offer, for example, a mix of uh, bespoke or off the shelf to to be suitable to various budgets. Uh, and I know that you guys do the same. So uh, you know, training is key to reduce the human error element of a security risk. Well, anything else, James, that you want to add? Um, at this point, I don't think so. Without you, know, the, the, one thing I would say is, you know, when it comes to the data security and the personal data, it can become a bit of a vortex. You can soon get sucked into wanting to do everything. The best thing you can do is talk to those that know, because not everybody needs exactly the same things. So have that conversation with with someone like yourself, Christina, or someone like Mark, myself about the solution that you would put in place and that that should be implemented because again it's all going to depend on what you've got if you've got physical servers it's something different to having the cloud one so that the backup solution is different the type of tools the security tools you need for the server are different to what you need so just building that out and making sure it's right the right fit for what you need is ideal and i think the final thing i should say is anybody that believes they don't hold any personal data is very very wrong <laughs> I could not agree more with that, James. <laughs> what is it that I say? If you've got customers, you've got data. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. All right, fantastic. See you next time. See you next time.